Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Bear Guys and Tua T Fitness. The Everything Sequel podcast contains explicit language. Because we learned it from you, Dad. Hello and welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast. This is the 1993 Single Sequels Edition. My name is Michael Schantz of the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, you know who he is, friends, Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions. Hello, Tom. I feel like I'm in a John Hughes Rite de Passage movie. <laughs> Now, I have a question up front. What is the obsession in early 90s spoof comedies with foreign art cinema? <laughs> because this is this is the third out of three jokes related to foreign cinema in these kinds of movies. Right. That we've seen. Naked Gun 2 and a half begins with unfilmed D. Hot Hot Shots part duh. That joke's even in the title. <laughs> and here we have, uh, in Wayne's World 2, we have Mike Myers um, saying Reek de Passage. So was Hollywood concerned that foreign, particularly French cinema, was going to overtake like, take the over? industry <laughs> between 1990 and 1995? <laughs> I mean, I remember Serrano de Bergerac being like put in the normal section of my local video store. Yeah, right. But beyond that... <laughs> I don't remember a feeling of we're all going to be watching foreign movies for the rest of our existence. Yeah, I'm with you. But I had, uh, like you, I mean, there there seemed to be, especially in Wayne's World 2 and Hot Shots, there were callbacks to other movies we'd seen, similar jokes, you know. I mean, part of that is maybe the Abrahams of it all, but in one of them, but. It, it's kind of eerie, though, isn't yeah. it? Like it's so much, so much that we've talked about, both in terms of sequels and specific movies, yeah. <laughs> came up in this little pocket of of uh, of a series. Yeah, and so it's... I mean, we should tell people we are doing the nineteen ninety three single sequel, single sequels. Yeah, which includes which we are including Wayne's World two. Yes, Hot Shots. Part deux. Part deux. And, <laughs> and then we're doing, God help us, Weekend at Bernie's 2. Weekend at Bernie's 2. Now, and, for the and we are, purposes and of we are re- this episode. Retro- and in addition, we're retrofitting another stakeout in there. Correct. A movie we've already done. You can listen back you to that You can listen episode. back. Maybe we we'll re-drop it for them to listen to. That's right, yeah. Uh, um, and then there are two movies we are not including... Oh yeah, good point. That you, we're in contention. That yeah, that we're in contention, which is remark. I mean, five single sequels, maybe yeah. kind of. I'm, sort I'm of. grateful we're not doing them, but we're not counting them because one of them is Adam's Family, and there was a direct to video sequel, starring none of the same actors. And I none as- of the same. I assume Barry Sonnenfeld did not come back for that one. No. Um, yes. And likewise. Sister Act 2 is currently, as we speak, a single sequel, but Disney Plus is coming out with 
uh, so long as they didn't fire Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I was going to say, as uh, you know, if if Whoopi Goldberg keeps talking about the Holocaust right. on live TV, <laughs> this movie may never happen. But as it stands, so and I don't know where that production is. If they were in production, if they're past production, if they haven't started yet. But all I know is there is a planned third sequel right. or third movie in the series to the Sister Act movies. Yeah, Who- Whoopi Goldberg, she's uh, she's rebooting all of her early 90s roles. <laughs> right. She's just done Picard as Guinan. Mm-hmm. Now she's going back into Sister Act. I think we're going to get a Ghost 2 before too long. <laughs> I was just going to say that... Ghosts? I think... <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It's got to be Ghosts, right? Or maybe like, like you, uh, Ghosts 2. Like the, Trolls 2. There you go. Um, and speaking of... Uh, Trolls Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did this with our nineteen. We did this with our nineteen ninety sequels as well. We we expanded from another forty eight hours, which was a nineteen ninety single sequel. Correct. And we evaluated it against all the other nineteen ninety right. single sequels. So that so so now we the put cont- the we're gonna put the that the what we deemed early on as the another sequels, <laughs> yeah. as its own category. We're we're repurposing them uh, where they belong. Right, we put it, and you know, it's always great to, to look at a year in isolation, mm-hmm. um, and to, you know, and and then to kind of retrofit a movie we've already done into that, have some historical perspective on that. But I, I what I'm most excited about is with this kind of project is to sort of see what the norms of sequels were at a at a given point in history. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is absolutely fascinating yeah. to me because there's an even split between meta sequels and right. gratuitous cash grab sequels. Yes. <laughs> so, and, and those are polar, when it comes to self awareness, those are polar opposites. Right. Like meta sequels, they know, they know the, their place in the industry and world as sequels. As sequels. And, the the you know the cash grab sequels have no idea <laughs> right that they are extending a franchise beyond a finite point of storytelling that it does not need to be extended beyond once you start adding voodoo <laughs> i mean i i i have to i'm going to keep my cards close to my chest but i cannot wait to talk about voodoo <laughs> I think we should do a whole separate episode on just on voodoo, voodoo, in, voodoo in sequels we've seen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. When you're going with an abandoned storyline from Halloween Five, something's gone wrong. <laughs> when you ta- when you when you're running with when you're running with a story that even the makers of Halloween Five thought, thought was a bad idea. No, let's not. <laughs> Oh, I can't remember. I hope that that uh, Halloween Five didn't include Michael Myers' only moves to music. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you've 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 got to tweak it, or or it's not comedy. <laughs> right, right. It's a zomcom. Remember, it's not <laughs> yeah, it's not right. a zom. It's a zomcom. Zomcom. And it got there decades before Shaun of the Dead. Let's you and I. Uh... You're right, Shaun of the Dead. They were there first. I was yeah, gonna say, let's go. just start a bunch of bunch Fuck of you, movies. 
But there was another one too, where uh, something about something heart, something about a, a zombie boy who good on the inside or something like that was trying to fall in love. Warm bodies. This... Warm bodies. Okay. I think oh yeah, was. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I I'm pretty sure voodoo figures in one of the last summer movies we watched as well. Does it? In the first, the first of those sequels with in the, in uh, the Bill second Cobb. one. Yeah, you're right. Bill isn't Bill Cobb uh, experimenting with voodoo. I think you're right. Yeah. So voodoo, I tell you, voodoo in sequels. I mean, it's obviously like it's a, a thing, a well-worn plot device, <laughs> right? To extend to extend a movie franchise beyond its uh, beyond lifespan. where it should go. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. So I. Yeah, that. But it 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 also made me think that, given what else is going on in cinema, bless you, sir. Thank you. Given given what else is going on in early nineties cinema, whether was because it's a it's a fifty fifty split, whether one kind of sequel is about to eclipse the other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think this seems like I don't know. I I I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll do other years and we'll figure it out, but. We'll do other years. We'll do other movies in this era, right? But it seems right. to me that like one feels new and vibrant. One kind of sequel feels new and vibrant and interesting, and the other feels like it belongs to a, to a you know to the trash to, heap. To to a yeah, <laughs> it's it. One seems to be a smarter idea of how to do a sequel than the other. Shall I say? All right. And, but that but and, not neither neither side is without value. Okay, I think. Meaning the two movie split or just between the between the relevant movies? No, I like I, I, I basically I, I sorry, I, I that I spoke I, that, that was I kind of mangled that. What I no, mean no, is no. you found you found that there's value even in the bottom half of your list? Yeah, I realize I'm not particularly against the idea of a cash grab sequel. Right, okay, that's uh, okay. Like I know it's lazy and unnecessary, but I also kind of don't. Sometimes I prefer it to more sort of to stand on like, its legs as it is. Yeah, declaring boldly what it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's. I think that's it. I yeah. think it's, there's a. I miss that kind of transparency. Right. <laughs> In, I don't think sequels. You know, sequels that you know they. They endlessly reband themselves to to seem like, given you know a recent conversation about requels. I was just gonna say that that that's what comes to my mind when. Yeah, it's like it's like this is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Even the you know when you hear Weekend at Bernie's two. You you sort of well I I would say you know what you're getting into. I really didn't know what I was getting into, <laughs> and I just still don't think I've recovered. By the way. Scrap all that. By Scrap, the like, way, cut that out. I had to buy that movie. <laughs> for, for, fucking, and not it was not cheap. No. <laughs> not only that, I'm such a fucking masochist. I had two choices, and I think one. No, don't tell me you bought the HD version. I did. <laughs> oh my! What do you think is going to be gained from watching Weekend at Bernie's 2 in HD? I just thought, well, I can't accept standard definition, can I? 
As a movie lover? They didn't have HD in 1993. So, yeah, I paid $15. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, well, I have no... I had sympathy for you. I now have no sympathy for you. You did that to yourself, sir. Aside from the fact that I couldn't tell for about a minute that we were in a cartoon at the beginning of it, (laughs) SD makes no difference. Okay. (laughs) It was like a minute where I was like, oh, God. It's like, I don't watch a lot of standard definition movies. Uh, It all looks pretty grainy to me. Oh, it's a cartoon. Okay. (laughs) That's great. All right. It's all my own fault, then. Well, yeah. And yet, you know. I still blame you. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's a cruel thing to do to another human being. You were bullish particularly... on the 1993 sequels. You really wanted to go here. I did, yeah. Well, it's unfinished business. And I don't know. I wanted to... We've been doing so many big series. Yeah. I want to do something with few, with fewer films that was more focused... Uh, that I and, like, and, yeah. But also gives you more kind of variety at the same time. That's the one thing I love about the single sequels. It's a great... Well, you it's know. your plan. I mean, it's your uh, it's your design. So once again, <laughs> don't blame me for something you did <laughs> off your own back. That's true. <laughs> Nobody to blame but myself. <laughs> That's correct. Well... Uh, if, if, if it's any consolation, this... this, this uh, I'm... This made me so happy. Me too. Tack- tackling this this uh, set of movies. I was delighted. So, so happy. And I didn't have to watch another stakeout. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which was a real bonus. <laughs> but I could, but I could, you know, happily, but I could happily talk about it. Yes. So win, it's win-win. Yeah, I get you. I get you. It's I the mean, film critic's dream. <laughs> I can shit on a movie without having without to watch having it. Without having had to watch it. <laughs> we did it in somewhere under a year, or maybe just over. It was it, very early on yeah. we did it, yeah. Um, and All right, uh, so maybe it's been a year and a half. Right. But I still feel qualified to... Put it where I put it in my ranking, but at least we know for sure. Mm-hmm. At least, at least we've done the survey. We know <laughs> right. we were right. Right. So but it's also. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it has. Well, we're di- we're different ages, and and you know that comes out when we do different yeah movie series. But for me, I mean, this is this is like speaking of route de passage. This these are. I'm not. I didn't. Haven't seen all these movies until now, but three out of the four are real kind of nostalgia beacons for me. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about. You know, we can talk about that specifically for for each movie when sure. we do it. But I just want to flag. That's. I think that's part of why I have such a glow about doing these movies. Why they didn't bother me so much is because uh, it brought me back to a. To a happy time. It, it really did bring me back to a time and place in my life. Yeah. <laughs> what but movies I, were like specifically at this time? Yeah. Oh, very specific. Yeah. Very specific. And uh, it's really interesting how I react to them now versus then, but also how I react similarly now 
to how I did then. Right. Like both to me, both is a good, gives me a good sense of then and now. Yeah. Because I, well, I'll save it, but. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, so I this these movie... movies mean a lot to me. As okay, uh, what like each each of them apart from the one I had not seen, but the one I had not seen will go on to mean a lot to me. <laughs> if if only because I now own it, <laughs> I yeah, need to watch right. it again to get my money's worth. Exactly. <laughs> At least once a year, I have to go go to what I've bought and say. Oh, I gotta make it worth it. Maybe I gotta <laughs> sit through that for another hour and twenty six minutes or whatever it is. And we, we may, you know, maybe we talk about this when when we do the episode. But I'm I'm also fascinated as to why you can't rent Weekend at Bernie's too. Yeah, right. Uh, whether that is purposeful thinking that that no one's gonna <laughs> like if if someone has to see it, you have to buy it. You have to want it. <laughs> Yeah, you have to yeah, sit. There is no there, <laughs> there is no casual weekend at Bernie's viewer available in the right. world of streaming. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that leads us to, of course, our ranking and declaring. That's right. Uh, easy. Talk to me about your your where you where do you sit? Um, Tell me your feelings. OK, uh, let me put the box so of with... tissues out for you. I am your therapist. Go. Well, I, I I was greatly aroused by Weekend at Bernie's too, but you know, I... <laughs> I'm going to stop you there. I don't think we should see each other anymore. <laughs> uh, I'll refer so... to you. To, I'll refer you to somebody nice. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, generally, so ranking, uh, actually ranking and declaration, generally easy. Yeah. But for me too. But uh. I, I got stuck between two of the films mm. in both in both sections. Let's put it that way. Okay. So that there was there was there was a dis- general generally easy, you know, not one of our harder, um, not one of our more difficult uh, ranking episodes, but two of the movies could have switched places. On both ends, you're saying though. On both ends, yeah. Wow. Between good, between good and bad, and between. Um... So two could have been one, and four could have been three. No, no, oh. not in, in in ranking terms. No, R- ranking was clear for three out of of the, f- for for the for two of the movies, and then another two of the movies could have swapped places. Okay. And then. Wow. For good or bad, one of the movies. I am still trying to figure out what I do with. <laughs> right. Like, right in this moment. Yeah. Still trying to figure out. Yeah, I have a big decision to make. All right. Uh, I, I'm pretty settled, but I don't know. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a big swing. <laughs> to, to, to use the parlance of our podcast yes it's a big swing well i mean i think we should start i i agree where do you sit number one or what what movie sits number one in your ranking number one on my ranking is i'm so curious 
Wayne's World 2, Wayne's World 2, Party Time 2, Excellent 2, Diddly Diddly 2, Diddly Diddly 2, Diddly Diddly 2. I did not expect that. From me or because of how you feel? I think from you, yeah. Really? Yes. Wow. Well, all I have to say about that decision is... Easy? This was... It was was easy because... I think this movie outclasses and outperforms the other movies on this list. So in ranking terms, that's really all I need to say. Whatever category you look at it in, as a 1993 movie, as a comedy, as a a spoof movie, a sketch movie, however you want to... You know, however you 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 want to base the bird, this this uh, this movie has the other movies on the list. Oh, I don't think um, so. Beat. Okay, go for it. But but it's close. <laughs> then this then our then our Wayne's World two episode is gonna be interesting. Yeah. I I went on a journey with Wayne's World two because. Maybe I'll save that for the episode. I'll I'll save yeah. it. But but top of my list is Hot Shots. Part duh. Part duh. You you did watch duh. Uh-huh. Okay, good. Yes, the Hot Shots sequel. And because of our love, Tom, our love of Stallone and the spot yes. on parodies of yes. Rambo First Blood Part 2 and Rambo I have 3. No, I have no uh, issue with anything you're saying on that matter. I thought you'd be all over it. I was That's all why over I'm it. surprised. I thought that would catapult but, but it's that not movie. Actu- but it's not actually Stallone. <laughs> I don't have that much of a Stallone blind spot. <laughs> If he's not actually involved, it's just people pretending to be him or be in his movies. That's not the same as it being a Stallone movie. All right, fine. <laughs> but Krenna's in the movie. But, but yeah, but this movie comes about as close as right. you get to it be, <laughs> being a Stallone movie without Stallone, yeah. And I have to say, I mean, I remember really liking the Hot Shots movies when they came out. But yeah. they were not ones that I ended up buying and watching over and over and over again. Not like the Naked Guns. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, I, so I, I had I, not I'm, seen this movie in a long time. Identical. Yeah, my experience is identical to yours. It, it, it seemed like a. It was. It was far more. Um, it seemed far more disposable at the time, mm-hmm. especially the sequel. Okay. Uh, oh, but I was just delighted by that movie. Oh, good. Oh, good. Delighted. Great. Um, which leads me to, I think I kind of let the cat out of the bag already because I said that they were very close. Yeah. That Wayne's World 2 is second on my list. Great. Yeah. Well, I'll... I'll uh... I'll meet you in the middle and say Hot Shots Part 2 is okay. second on my list. All right. Um, so this was what I was wondering the most about. I figured our, the top of our lists were yeah. going to have the same two movies. I I really did think that they would be in the same order, too. But oh, there was that 1% of me that thought, hmm. But I thought I, Hot I, Shots would be at the top of yours as well. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a no-brainer that it's going to be above the other two. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's just a, you know, these two movies, are, they're just, they're smarter and more successful at what they're doing. Yeah. Top to bottom. And, like they, if you just if you're just comparing it to those two movies, you know you you don't you don't even have to think about that, but uh, but yeah, I, I I made the leap that I think um, there's a lot of overlap between them in terms of the kind of movie they are. Right. So it was actually it was easy for me to see to to kind of prefer the project of one to the other hmm. and the success rate. And and there was no doubt in my mind that that Wayne's World two. That's funny you hits, say that because I remember being, I don't know that disappointed is the right word when I first saw that it's movie. It's not the right word in no. theaters. <laughs> it's not the right word. But no. <laughs> I remember being kind of underwhelmed by the. You're going to be disappointed in me the first time I saw when it. We talk about it in theaters in 1993. And therefore, well, my experience could not be more different. Th- well, yeah, friend. I mean, therefore, I it, again, it was a movie that I did not have a lot of repeat viewing on and I had not seen it in a long time. And about a half hour into it, I, you know, I was thinking, this is great. <laughs> what was my problem? For me, I think the second act, although there's just funny shit throughout it. Uh, the second act sort of lingers on for a while. Okay, let's talk about that. Not now. But... Yeah, we will. Because but... I'd be giving too much away All right. if I answered that particular comment. All right. Uh, so, yeah, you, you're. Uh, am I next up? I think or so. Do you, or, should we, or should we flip reverse it and you want to take the lead now? Well, I took the lead on two. Okay. Uh, well, this is interesting. This is this is where I this this, this is where I I feel. Now, I if feel I like recall, I... how did you declare on another stakeout originally? Bad. I think we both said bad, right? We both said bad. Yeah. Okay. I'm put it at the bottom of of that. But for a, some reason, the small list that we created. <laughs> for some reason, we had some format problems in the in the early days yeah. of this podcast, guys. Right, <laughs> we've solved many of those now. Um, for some reason, I feel as though I'm rem- I'm remembering you not disliking it quite as much as I did. That no, that's that's a that's a blatant falsehood to quote <laughs> Michael Corleone in Godfather Part Two okay, at the uh, Senate hearing. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, um, literally, I was looking. I looked back through my notes, and and really, my only positive was Dennis Farina eating an ice cream oh, sandwich. Yeah, that was the only You're moment right. of joy we, I had in the entire I, movie. You and I both lo- locked onto that one. <laughs> yeah. Um. But but he, but the, what's interesting about ranking this and Weekend at Birdies two right against each other is you know what do you do with movies that essentially don't work yes <laughs> right don't work and shouldn't exist right both of them well they th- right they both don't work they both shouldn't exist you based on our many halloween 3 conversations 
Yeah. I had a I had a I had a poor reaction to seeing Halloween three for our nineteen eighty two single sequels. Out of context of other Halloween movies and, and all of that, because of Dr. Daniel Chalice, what a piece of shit he was. Yeah. And so I had ranked that, I believe, last in the 1982. And then I had a complete change of heart when we did the Halloween series. But I had similar vibes for the for these two movies because Andrew McCarthy's character, likewise, piece of shit. But does it make the movie less enjoyable is what I started asking myself. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, uh, that I mean, that's that's a that's a very that's an important point, and that 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 will lead to a good discussion. I'm I'm talking. I'm probably talking a bit more superficially about. Yeah, what do what do I value in in movies that that should never have been made? Right, and it's, it's weird see, sorry, because see, they're both sequels that should never have been made. Like what? So so what? Do you, what? How do you apply? You just accept that they exist. Yes. So what do you value in them, given that you right. you're you're you've got over the problem of well, none of this should should exist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and in the end, you know, I think I think about I think about uh, you know how I felt about watching both movies, and Weekend at Bernie's Two is a remarkable movie. <laughs> The reasons why it's remarkable we'll go into later, but it is a remarkable movie, and as a spectatorial experience, it I, it is unique and startling. Yes, and I simply nothing in my notes or nothing that I remember about seeing another stakeout makes me think that that I had anything close to that with another stakeout. With another so the stakeout. thing that's interesting to me though is. In principle, I'm agreeing with you completely. But there's another part of this in the sense of production value. They're both terrible movies, but one looks better and is probably better made. But it's playing it so safe. Right. It kind of makes it more worthless. Right. But, you know... uh, this is actually not a huge dilemma for me. Next on my list is Weekend at Bernie's okay. 2. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I admit that I... You know, we've talked about this before. It's sort of, what do you value? And when it comes to, like we said, two movies that should be I had be a made, time watching this movie. Yeah. A time. But I think... I'm, I'm not putting any adjectives in here yet but i'm gonna just like and i can't remember anything about another stakeout except it just felt like a formality i just felt like i needed to get through it i really didn't feel that with weekend at bernie's too mm-hmm. that i just needed to get through it and that everything was played so you know i didn't feel anything was played close to the chest i didn't this is not i mean it, first of all it's uncharted territory <laughs> Yeah, uh, like no one makes a sequel to this kind of movie ever, right? Because there is literally nothing you can do with the premise. Why would you? There's literally nothing you can do, and yet the choices they make within that, within that kind of nihilistic range of of there is no option here, is something to behold. And yes, so 
So it's got to rank higher just because another stakeout is is just so meh in right. so many areas and and Weekend at Bernie's really isn't. So that's that that's the funny thing because sitting down to watch Weekend at Bernie's too and being in the neighborhood of 15 minutes into it having watched the cartoon <laughs> and see like that voodoo <laughs> that begins the movie that's going the, yeah <laughs> it's not even the title sequence it's the first scene of the movie right? it's an important distinction yes. before you see this movie <laughs> right and you know seeing that voodoo is going to be a part of it i almost immediately dismissed it and in my mind, I was saying... See, that's when it gets interesting. Right. I, in my mind, I was going to... I had already decided, all right, I... Yeah. Okay, fine. So another stakeout is ranked higher, and I, I can... I, I, I'm, I, I feel safe watching the rest of this movie. I already know what I'm going to do. And then about three quarters of the way through the movie, <laughs> I start thinking... Wait a second. Yeah. Like, pump the brakes. Because this movie is fucking insane. The last act of this movie is balls to the wall nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. I, in the terms of like what you appreciate, you know, I knew the other movie was was technically a better made movie. Right. It has one of my favorite all-time actors in Richard Dreyfus. Right. <laughs> and I never in a hundred years thought I would put Weekend at Bernie's 2 above another stakeout. And when Weekend at Bernie's 2 finished, I, I said, yeah. well, kudos to you, Weekend at Bernie's 2, because you have changed my mind. Yeah. But it, it, I mean, if if you if you look outside the movie, I mean, uh, Weekend at Bernie's Two is on a number of worst sequels of all time lists. Mm -hmm. So even if you absorb any of that, and I'm sure I did, going into yeah, Weekend, right. Weekend at Bernie's Two, you you you're ready to you know you're ready to dismiss uh, out of hand and. If you go actually with if you're going in with that perspective, what you see is a delight. Yes, because not only is it not what you expected, you know everyone else is wrong, and then not getting something from this movie that you're getting. <laughs> if they're just if they're just if they're complaining about sitting down and watching this film, yeah, then you have missed something essential. <laughs> you have you you're watching this wrong to quote to quote you from the other podcast. Yes, right. It's just yeah. And you know and uh, when you know just now when you were talking I was trying to trying to remember in my mind, you know, when things go start to go insane in Weekend at Bernie's 2, what's happening in another stakeout? It's not something very interesting. Yeah, right. It's like they're arguing about who stands where in a gunfight or something <laughs> not good. Yes. So I'm I I'm fine I'm fine with it. I'm settled on that. All right. So we both so is is that your final decision? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm okay, I'm weekend great. at Bernie's too, followed by 
bottom of the barrel, another stakeout. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's talk good let's, bad. Let's talk good bad. The top of probably both our lists are givens. No. Uh, I don't think Wayne's World Two is a good film. And it's a great film. <laughs> God damn it! You sucked me in. Actually, I don't think it's a great film. It's one of the first great works of film postmodernism. There, I said it. It's out there. Wow. I, I'm, I was blown away seeing it a few days ago as I was when I first saw it in 1993. I, like, what it does with the idea of film postmodernism being able to combine high and low culture, classic and contemporary media, interplay of signs and signifiers, doing that in between Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. <laughs> so you know Mike Myers understands what's going on, what's happening in the zeitgeist of cinema. And yet for him to be able to articulate it in entirely his own way, that is completely the equal of what happens a year later in Pulp Fiction in, an, in a totally idiosyncratic way and at this movie as a comedy it's one of the most successful film comedies i've ever seen wow i think i think there are two or three scenes in this movie that are the perfect synthesis of how to do cinematic comedy and i also think the the, the comedic through line in this movie is pretty much flawless i mean it's so describe that more for me what do you mean by comedic through line I mean the fact that like there, there's you're not no talking throw, about the narrative. There's no throwaway gags in the movie. There's never okay. a moment where the flow of comedy feels like it's off. We're we're you know we have runners that we go back to the Sports Illustrated football phone mm -hmm. to Rip Taylor. Um, you know we have we well, have the a, shit with the chickens and the watermelons and well that's it like that's you know. a self-referential version of that but at the same time there's a there's a gag that gets called back at the very end that you don't see coming mm -hmm. so it works on multiple levels and the way that this movie bounces back and forth between visual and verbal comedy i just i mean it, it's it i realized seeing it on the uh, seeing it on this viewing this is the this is the reason that I adore Mike Myers and that I think he's a genius. It's this movie. Wow. That, that make, you know, and pretty much, <laughs> pretty much everything since talks me out of that. Although I do enjoy a lot of it, but <laughs> I can just see, I like, I can see him. I, I don't know. I can just see the way he absorbs what's going on historically around him with media. Yeah but also makes it his own and makes it a studio movie and a franchise movie and you know like a like an SNL movie as well like sure. it, it's and there's no like that's weirdly even more impressive to me than what Tarantino and Rodriguez are doing at the time because they're doing it in independent cinema sure. where you expect more of that but i i just you know you they don't he does thread a needle the high standard of comedy that Mike Myers brings. And for some reason, and you know, I, I, I may be wrong about this and it may be an illusion, but it feels like Wayne's World 2 is where it all clicks for me. Hmm. Where everything that is great about Mike Myers uh, just clicks in one, you know, in one single movie. 
Well, fucking A. <laughs> I was going to say it's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we're not, you know, at least we're not going to rise of the machines this, you yeah. know. And we've, we've got, we have got some common ground. We do. We but, do. And I'm saying the uh, same for Hot Shots Part D. Good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. I'm going to Larry David it a bit. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, I think the writing and direction is solid. Yeah. I mean, there are hits and misses, but it evens out overall. But what puts it over for me and why I'm certain it's a good movie and why I don't second guess myself is the performances. Yes. I think there are two performances in this movie that are as good as any in this genre. All right. Lloyd, I mean, at Lloyd least. Bridges is one of them? Possibly. All right. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I think every time Tug Benson opens his mouth, something magical something comes out. Something great happens. <laughs> <laughs> and this, and, and it also, like, having just seen Wayne's World 2, it actually, it reminded me of, like, you know, when comedy works... It's holistic. Yeah. Right? It's not It's not one kind of gag. And whenever Tug Benson is on screen, it's character humor, visual humor, verbal humor. <laughs> yes, it's right. All it's happening all happening at it. once. Yeah. In, in the vessel of this just, like, powerhouse of a comedic actor. Uh, in, I mean, it's not quite his swan song because of uh, Mickey Mandelbaum and Seinfeld, right. but it's one of the last times you would see this kind of greatness from him. Right. So it's extra special. But not ju- it's not just him. There's, no. other, there's other performances in this movie that are uh, beyond words kind of uh, um, quality. Well, and there was some stuff... I mean, I'm going to save it, but... Yeah. There was some stuff in this movie referentially that, that also took it above Wayne's World yeah. 2 for me. Oh. That I no. just adored. Yeah. Commenting on maleness while spoofing Rambo movies. Great. Sublime. Fucking loved it. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. So, uh, you know, now this brings us. Here we, we go. We've already declared <laughs> another stakeout as a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Which means, sir... Is we and you're not and you're not flinching on that. No, 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 no. I'm not either. No, yeah. But these 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 three movies have reaffirmed what I already thought about another stakeout. Mm-hmm. But the question my, is, it's my, Weekend at Bernie's too, a I good movie. <sighs> you know, I think we've talked we've talked before on. <laughs> on the, this podcast, both here and on the watch-alongs, about how frustrating it is when we do terrible movies, like how close to the line we get of so bad it's good, but never quite getting there. Right. I mean, it's happened once. It's happened once or twice. Yeah. But like ninety-nine percent of the time, it's been. It's like I can't do it. I can't commit to saying it's. So bad it's good. Something wants me, you know, something pulls me <laughs> pulls back from back. the brink. Yes. I mean, we got really close with Cruel Jaws. 
Um, but but just, the last act like, of that movie is a too bad to be. Well, the last the last act, you know, like the last act of that movie is is a, is a snore fest. Right. Compared to the last act of this movie. Well, this is this is it. This is where the dilemma comes in. Trolls two, and it's like, oh, I can see they're trying too hard for comedy at times. Like, that I I don't why I want to see them trying so hard. Mm-hmm. Like you know this lip. I mean, it's nitpicky, but when you're gonna go as far as saying this abjectly terrible movie is good, you've got to be a hundred percent. Like, and that's the thing got, about you, this movie is the tone of it. Where the movie it, uh, sits. It's so sublimely awful. Yes. Mike, it's like, it's transcendently awful with seemingly no awareness of how terrible <laughs> right, it is. Right, right. It, it's, oh. The movie. I, I'm so, I'm, I'm right there. I am literally, it's photo finish time. I'm just, <laughs> you know, it's so because it's, it's, it's just it's like I think I'm going to say I'm going to say good. You know, a parenthesis so bad it's right. Good. And. Like, I think the only other movie I've done this with on the podcast is Batman and Robin. Yeah. And I'm going to use some of the same reasoning, which is that. Like, overall, it's terrible enough to to be so bad it's good and there's a couple of things i actually kind of quite like about it (laughs) (laughs) unironically right 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 like john glover some of the scenes with alfred uh but with it when with this movie i have exact i have pretty much the same feeling where where i'm like i'm 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 certain that the the overwhelming majority of this movie is so bad it's good and I like some of the performances, mm-hmm. and there's a few solid gags in there. <laughs> right. So, how could I... Like, everything about this movie is telling me it's good. For those reasons. And you know what? I think well, it so might be thing, the... a, a better bad movie than Batman and Robin. Because Batman right. and Robin has some semblance of art. This is artless. Right. Right. This has no pretension of art. What's... <laughs> There's something about this movie in which I suppose I should ask you because, I mean, you haven't seen fucking Stakeout. So had you seen the first weekend at Bernie's? I think I have. <laughs> OK, but I couldn't tell you any, I couldn't tell you anything about it. And I'm I'm scared to watch it now, frankly. I remember loving that movie and so thinking it's I, hysterical. I, I gotta say, one of the re- one of the reasons why I had such a visceral reaction to Weekend at Bernie's too is everything they do with dead bodies that they think is comedic, right? Horrifies the shit out yes. of me. I don't know if I could watch another. I don't know if I could rewatch another whole movie that is just so callous and inhumane and just off, just and viscer- just... viscerally makes me want to like. It, jump out they, of my there body. There are things that they do with this body that turn your two protagonists into complete and total psychopaths. <laughs> yeah, the I, there only was moments way you can think about them. There was moments in the movie where but, I said, you know, you know what? Texas Chainsaw, Silence of the Lambs, 
American Psycho got nothing on this movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there, there is nothing but as horrific in any of those movies as happens here. This director seems to think he is bringing everything to bear that was great about the first movie. But, but when you add multiple trips to the morgue, voodoo, yes. a plane ride... With a body stuffed into a suitcase. And only then does it smell. Yes. Which is... I like that they draw the line there. Anyway, we may be getting right. too deep into we, we this. Are, but... I think we're, we're, we probably are. So, anyway. But, you know, it's a like traumatic you, experience and we, need, to, we, need, we like, need some catharsis. Like you, even, on, even up until, you know, when the movie was over, I thought... Oh man, did I go on a trip? But there's no way I can call it a good movie. And then I had to sit with that for a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> and welcome to my world. I I really do think it's it's the best example we've had so far of so bad it is good. Yeah. I and I'm so. calling it a good movie. Okay. I I, <laughs> I just I I think it deserves who, who it. Who knew that the controversy here would be over whether Wayne's World is better than Hot Shots? <laughs> <laughs> In a list that includes Weekend at Bernie's too. Yeah. I, I, this is just like yeah. I I'm obviously I, I'm surprised. I, agree. I I thought I was gonna be alone on that. I really so now I'm surprised twice. But I I I'm so pleasantly surprised. <laughs> What a journey. It's, I just kept, I kept, <laughs> I'm not even joking. I said in my own head to myself on a, like a mantra like loop, this is something to behold. This is something to behold. Yeah. This is something to, as I like, it, it was, and it kept surprising me. I guess that's part of the, like, you know, when you, when you're like an hour into Cruel Jaws, it's like, well, this movie can't get any worse. It can get boring, but it can't get worse. Yeah. Weekend at Bernie's 2 doesn't... It doesn't roll that way. Never. It it, it gets... It, start with voodoo, and we go... And we, <laughs> and we descend from there. Right, right. We start with voodoo. <laughs> and that's where... And there's goes. like a... There's a Curly's Gold aspect to it as well. Yeah, and and uh, you don't you know you don't have to suffer through Billy Crystal and his uh, fame predator uh, behavior. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, try, try, hey, <laughs> let's uh, let's latch on to someone who's more talented than I am and uh, ride their carcass through a couple of movies. Wow. That's just. Wow. I'll tell you, you look at Billy Crystal's career. He's like he he latches on to someone who's more famous, more talented than him, and he rides that carcass for at least a movie, sometimes two. Hmm. Which is not to say he's without talent or that he's not famous, but right. that's how that's how his career has worked. He's a non-sexual predator, as far as we know. <laughs> Got to put an asterisk on everything these days. <laughs> Fucking fuck. 
You see him and Tiffany Haddish, and you think Predator. Tiff- Tiffany Haddish, the last in a long line. Jack Palance is the first. Right. All right. He's like, I could ride this guy's renaissance to uh, to fame and fortune. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. All right. Well, we did it. <laughs> we did. We did. It's time to move on. We 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 ruined culture. There you go. <laughs> we have essentially said there is no more. Well, speak of postmodernism. We have effectively erased the boundary between high and low culture by saying Weekend at Bernie's Two is good. I know. <laughs> if there are, if if there's anybody that's seen that movie, we should get letters. <laughs> Like, what the fuck are you thinking, letters? There's a reason you have to pay a minimum of $8 for the privilege of seeing this movie. <laughs> and it is revealed upon watching it. <laughs> That's like two coffees, guys. You can have two coffees, or you can go watch right, Weekend at Bernie's right. 2. I heartily, even as a caffeine lover, I heartily recommend the latter. Yep. <laughs> Don't forget, I think I paid 15 I'll watch it again at some point. Do you, do you feel, did you feel like it was an unusually sharp image for a movie made in 1993? I there as at one point I thought this surely looks better than the standard. Well, I I mean I can speak to that uh, immediately. Well, you have all those <laughs> you have all those uh, like the the what minimum 30 minutes of of uh, footage of the Virgin Islands. Mm-hmm. That probably looks pretty good in HD. <laughs> yeah. Indeed it does. All right, it's ladies a, and gentlemen. It's, it's also, it's a tourist movie as well, guys. Yeah. It's, it's a promotional movie for the Virgin Islands, mm-hmm. just on top of everything else. On, on top else of everything else. All right. You're going to have to tell us your rankings. What do you think? Are these movies good or bad? Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send us an email to everythingsequel at gmail.com. For Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions, Michael Schantz here of the How Dare You Awards. Give him a goodbye, Tom. Parasailing? Bernie was parasailing? <laughs> Hung upside down by his foot. <laughs> that 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 line is misleading because it implies that he had some choice. Right. In the matter. <laughs> All right, everyone. Stay tuned. Coming up next, Wayne's World 2. Until next time. I like to think I know something about beer, but nowadays even I get overwhelmed when confronted by the exhaustive selection of craft beers they have at bars, breweries, and even grocery stores. Back in the day you had one, maybe two craft beers to choose from, and if you were confused, you ordered a Guinness. But in beer stations like San Diego, the craft beer options lately are in double, sometimes even triple, digits. So what's a beer drinker to do? You need what I need. 
The Vegas Beer Guys. Your beer of choice should be a perfect blend of malt and hops. And so a live show about beer needs that same balance. And the Vegas Beer Guys matches beer expert Dan Aker with self-proclaimed beer novice Stephen J. Weiss. The results are eminently drinkable. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They'll try new beers. They'll tell you about beer. Think of them as your beer sherpas guiding you up a foamy-headed mountain to reach the peak of your pint. God, I need a beer. Does the coronavirus have you feeling oogie? Have you been sitting on your couch for weeks? Nay, have you been sitting on there for months? Well, it's time for you to get back in shape. Check out 2 a T Fitness. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook. 2 a T Fitness was started by Tina Bernard. She is ready and raring to go to help you get back into the shape you want to get into. They've got all kinds of classes. They've got outdoor in-person classes. They've got online classes if that's what you prefer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back in shape. You're going to find a variety of exercises. You're going to have strength training, cardio, weightlifting, even fun five-minute burnouts that will push you to your limits. So get off the couch, get into shape. Go ahead and check out Tua T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out.